What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition here on Wednesday night of Heart to Heart. It's good to have Dr. Mike yeah. Smalley back with us. Many Glad of you watched the program. Uh, just the last episode we had, we man, we just couldn't get it all in one yeah, episode. And we about. had so many people that messaged, and uh, whether it be Facebook or email, and said, man, it encouraged me, it, it empowered me, it, it helped it, me to understand truly yeah. what you know divine provision can do and yeah. what sowing and the law of the harvest can do and how it can turn your life around. There was what? Use testimony after testimony yeah. of what God has done. So anyway. So you're about to God takes what he's put inside of us, our passion, but it requires divine provision. Everything you're wanting to do for God in your life, the people you want to be good to, the people you want to bless, it's all going to require finances. And none of us can work hard enough to get the paycheck for everything we want to do with our blessing. We've got to have God kiss sure. what we bring to him so he can give us a harvest. I think people are very passionate about different things. Uh, John Maxwell many years ago told us about pockets. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, you know, the pastor gets up, he, we're going to build this uh, multi uh, facility that's going to have a gymnasium, it's going to have this and the other, and we need people to sew. And, uh, you know, the guy didn't give anything that was set on the audience. But the next week he said, hey, we're going to go overseas. We're going to build this orphanage. We're going to do this. And all of a sudden the guy gave $10,000. Yeah. Well, he had $10,000 a week before. Right. But a family life center was not his passion. That was not his thing. Yeah, I didn't like it. But the orphanage, that was his pocket. And so everybody, I think, is passionate about something. And when we were talking about the law of the harvest on our last episode of Heart to Heart, you know, I remember many years ago, a wonderful friend, uh, Dr. Randy Caldwell, he told me, he said, Michael, there's a scripture, uh, Job chapter 36, verse 27. It says, for he maketh small the drops of water, they pour down rain according to the vapor thereof. And I said, well, Randy, you know, I've never really thought about that scripture very much. He said, well, why, why does God make small the drops of water? He said, well, I think because if he made them big, they'd kill us. He said, could you <laughs> imagine? like Randy. Yeah, just boom. Just, he said, man, sometimes it would, I mean, it rained for several days here not too long ago. Right. Can you imagine if all that rain. Well, 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 Go ahead. No, your mic's right okay, there. He said, um, all that rain, what if it came down all at one time? He said, so yeah, man, thank God story. he makes small the drops of water. He right. said, but it says it pours down rain according to the vapor thereof. <laughs> Let's have a science lesson. How does it rain? Well, we have evaporation. We have vapor. Right. That vapor lifts up into the clouds. Uh, he said, what happens when that cloud is so full of evaporation it can't handle anymore? It rains. Right. And he said, does it rain, Michael, out in the middle of the desert? No. Why? Because there's no vapor. Why is it not raining down blessings in some of our lives? Because there's no vapor. Listen, I believe there's a spirit of poverty over uh, a lot of people in the body of Christ. And they have a poverty mentality. God wants you to be blessed. But we can't give. It says according to the vapor. So if a little bit of vapor goes up, it sprinkles. If a lot of evaporation goes up, it pours. And a lot of people want to give a $20 seed. And they want to pull out galoshes and get out you know, the umbrella. No, it says it, it, yeah. according. Yeah. You sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. You yeah. sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. You know, a, a, a farmer can't go out and throw a little handful of seed in one little place and go out there and expect to you know, harvest 100 acres. He can't do right. that. He right. needs to go right back to that one place where, and that's where he's going to reap his harvest. Yeah. And so, uh, so true. So true. And you see, the kingdom of God, it's like the law of association. What you're joined to, Elijah with the widow of Zarephath, you know, he's, out, he's being fed by God. He's got a raven, he's got a brook, he doesn't need anybody. But God dried it up one day and he's like, okay, God, why did the bird not come back? Why is the brook dry? And he said, there's a widow in town. Go there. So he goes to her, knocks on her door. She's in the middle of a famine. He doesn't know anything about it because he's been out there with supernatural, you know, divine provision. Knocks on her door. 
what are you up to? I'm, I'm sent here to your house. And she's like, well, I don't know why you're here because my boy's over here about to die. I'm about to die. We got two pieces of bread left and there's a famine. Where have you been? And he pulls out an offering envelope and says, if you'll put the first piece of bread in here, your boy won't die. You won't die. Your cupboards will explode. You'll thrive through the famine. Everything's going to be okay. And he painted a picture for her what was in it if he if she locked up with him if she joined up with him he didn't need her he didn't need her pancake or her bread or cake or whatever it was he had the raven and he had god he had all that but she needed something to sew into to wrap her faith around so she could rise up out of where she was and at what he was requesting of her i mean it was tough like, it had to blow her mind yeah. like bro i'm literally this was our last meal and right. you're asking for some of that now if that were on today like on the newspaper can you imagine Evangelist requests 50% of widow's net worth. You know, evangelist requests 50% of dying woman's net worth. Right. And yet that's what he did. He said, if you'll give me, but he told her what was in it for her. If you'll do that, and God does that every time he asks us to give. He said, if do you'll this, do, I'll this, do this, I'll do this. And he paints a picture for us on our mind of what's in it for us. And I just was thinking a minute ago, right before we, we started up, I hadn't mentioned this to you yet, but a worship pastor came to me. Uh, just outside of Kansas City, Missouri. And this is really strong. You guys need to grab a hold of this because this is this is powerful. This man had, uh, was teaching at his church about the law of divine supply. When you take something in your hand and wrap faith around it and present it back to God, he brings back a harvest to you. But it's not enough to just give. God's not pleased with anything apart from faith. So I can't just give knowing God is good or give because I love the cause. I've got to wrap faith around it. That's the part that pleasures God. Yes. And the faith part is, is that I'm going to take something that I can see and I'm going to give it to a God that I can't see, knowing he's going to get in covenant with it and send it back to me multiplied and increased over. So I was sitting there talking about the law of divine supply, how years ago a man challenged me. He said, Mike, would you like a debt-free home? Well, I, yeah, of course, I, I don't want my mortgage payment. So he challenged me, he said, why don't you plant a seed, give an offering equal to your monthly mortgage payment and watch what God will do with your house debt. Well, I was sitting there thinking, well, if I, if I could do that, you know, two house payments in one month. We well, said, so you're already doing it. You're just giving it to the wrong Lord. You're giving it to the landlord and not, uh, not the Lord. He said, just, just do it twice. Wow. So I sowed it. I sowed it once, waited a few months, sowed a second one, waited a few months, sowed a third one. And the next house that I bought, I bought cash. And I sold it a few years later for three times what I paid for Come it. On. I don't have a house payment where I live right now. God supplied my need and I trace it back to the instruction I follow, Law of Association. A man I believed in said to me, I want you to plant a seed equal to your... So I gave my testimony to this church. So this guy comes up to me after the service and is a worship leader at the church. And he's like, man, he said, I got to tell you, I have a debt-free house already. But he said, my wife just died after a two-year battle with cancer left me with $70,000 in unpaid medical bills after insurance. He said, been to the hospital three times to ask for a deal, a break, a pay it out. They've all told me angrily, get out, bring your money back or else, three different times. He said, I feel like from what you told me, if I plant a seed equal to my monthly medical bill payment, mm. God would eliminate the debt like he did your house payment. And I said, let's pray. So we prayed. Remember three times, he's gone three times to the same hospital. Three times they've told him, get out, bring your money back, no deal, 70 grand. He planted a seed there in his church that day, equal to his monthly payment. Five days later, the pastor called me back. The hospital had called them out of the blue and said, we've decided to mark your entire bill paid in full. They wrote the whole $70,000 off. Law of association, law of the seed, law of expectation.
That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I just, I, I love hearing stories like that. Uh, you know, someone could be discouraged by that or encouraged by that. Yeah. Uh, it encourages me, you know. Because yeah, uh, you're a giver. What if, I, yeah, and that's what, exactly, you know, what if I played guitar and then Eddie Van Halen came up and stood next to me? I, I'm either going to put my guitar <laughs> down or I'm going to say, you know what, I'm not on that level, yeah. but I want to be on that level. Right. If I thought I was a pretty good basketball player and then all of a sudden, you know, Stephon Curry came up, you know, right. or Michael Jordan, yeah. I, you know, I'm going to put my basketball down. I wouldn't do that. I'd say, man, I'm not on that level. But And we're trying to teach some of you how yeah. to get on the yeah. level yeah. of exponentially being blessed in your life. Yeah, you so. I was just thinking a minute ago of, a, of an incredible lady I've never personally met, but I was at her church in Branson, Missouri. Now think about this. She's a single mom. Credit was shot. Couldn't get a loan anywhere else. Couldn't get a loan for a house, nothing. But she had a dream to have a home for her family, have her, you know, her kid or a small child. And so she saved up a little bit of money for what she thought might be a down payment on a house, but nobody would give her a loan, bad credit. So she found a rich man in town who had owned his own home. He'd already paid it off, already cashed, and he'd moved out of it. She called him on a Friday and said, you know, here's who I am. I've got my pastor who referenced me. I've got other character references, you know, witnesses, whatever. Uh, but I got a down payment. I'd like to move into your empty house and you carry the note for me. I'll pay you out in 15, 30 years, whatever you want. And just, you know, work with me. I, I've got integrity, but I, I'm trying to start over. Sure. He said, call me back on Monday morning and I'll give you my answer. So Sunday, she's in church and I showed up at her church. She had no idea what was coming. I had no idea she was there. I knew nothing about her situation. And I told the testimony about the, the debt-free home seed like I just told you guys. And the Holy Spirit nudged her and said, take the money that you'd set aside for the down payment and plant it as a seed today. Take what you would, you know, take what your payment would be and give it to the house of the Lord that night. Well, you can imagine her flesh is like, man, I, I just told this guy who doesn't know me, my credit's shot, I can't get a loan, but I'm honest and I've got down payment money. Now I'm gonna call him back Monday and say, guess what, gave all that away too. You know, he's gonna just laugh. And that's the thing, whenever you ask God to take you to a new level, he always will give you an instruction that'll be illogical to your mind, right. but never impossible for you to use your faith to obey. Right. If you let your emotions and your budget decide your generosity, decide your giving, Satan will always control your harvest. So I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know, I didn't know she was having this internal struggle, but she knew God's voice and she obeyed. She dropped it in the offering that night. The next day, she called the guy back and said, have you decided to take my offer? And he said, we've decided to tell you no, we're not gonna sell you the house. And she said, man, I, I'm, I'm, it disappoints me. And he said, no, he said, this is why. He said, you don't know us, but we're Christians. He didn't know she was a Christian either. Said last night, where was she at last night? At church, what was she doing? <laughs> Sowing a seed, right. obeying God. Last night we were praying about your offer, my wife and I, and the Holy Spirit told us he would bless us in other ways. And we were just supposed to give you the house. If you'll come out to our attorneys, we'll sign it. And he said, by the way, this is the best part, my favorite part of the whole testimony. He said, by the way, my wife wanted all new furniture when I built her another house. So if you'll go over to the current house that you're getting and look around, if you like the furniture that's in it, you can have it fully furnished every single room. In 24 hours, she got a debt-free house, fully furnished from one seat of obedience, law of association, law of partnership. And, and, and I hope this is encouraging all of you tonight. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't 
want people to just be week to week and constantly. I believe God wants you to be blessed. And you know, a lot of times in church, man, just pastors scared to death to talk about finances and in the body of Christ, people scared to death to talk about giving. Man, I think that we're probably the most like Jesus when we're givers. Yeah, exactly. Because Satan steals, man hoards, God's a giver. One of those three things describes it. You know, a man came up to me one time and he said, I don't like going to church because every time I go, they talk about money. So I said, what's it like living by candlelight? And he said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I'm sure you've already written your electric company because the only time you heard from them once a month was they were asking for your money. <laughs> I said, I'm sure to keep integrity, you've told them to cut your power off. You've said the same thing to your light bill, your gas bill. They never send you a happy anniversary, happy birthday. They, the, only time you, money? the only time you hear from them is when they want your money, but you're okay with that. The only time you go to the deer lease, they want your money, but you still hunt, you still play golf. I said, the only thing you've cut off in your life that talks about money is the church, is, is God. And he said, I never thought about it that way. So we're prone to do that. But listen, it's how it happens. We, we take something we have, we wrap it in faith, we trust God with it. Like your monthly partnership program right. where people have the opportunity every 30 days. They don't have to give a house payment. No. They don't have to give a, a hospital bill payment, but a little over a buck a day, you know, a little over four quarters a day, $50 a month right. for the gospel, for the greatest right. message ever. And we can go to bed every night knowing that, you know what, I'm making a difference through Michael Rowan Ministries because you're traveling everywhere. You're in, what, Kenya in a few days, and you, you're going all over the world. You're in Stephanie, you got the children, all that stuff. And our partnership seed is producing a harvest for us. And that's an amazing thing. I, every 30 days, I don't have to think about it. I just put a seed in the soil and wrap my faith around it that God, what I make happen for a family I've never met through right. your ministry, right. God can make happen for the family I know and love through my own life. Absolutely. And that's an incredible thing. But if I hold, hold in my hand, it goes nowhere, but you've seen it before. It's the power of partnership. Every farmer knows if he throws his seed on the driveway, he gets no harvest. But if he puts it in good soil, and you've been doing this for 30 plus years. 30 man. years, 48 out of 50 U.S. states. Now, uh, in just a few days, six out of seven continents. Yep. And folks, uh, it's, it's something that I know the Lord gave me. It was about my eight years ago, the Lord woke me up in the middle of the night, gave me 50. Uh, 50, 50, 50, 50. And I was like, God, what do you mean by that? So I started researching it and so forth. Obviously, 50 was the year of Jubilee for yeah. the children of Israel. It was the year all debts were canceled. Debt cancellation. Uh, I mean, uh, how, how many of you would like to say, you know, I could just have everything canceled out? And yeah. that's what happened. And it was a time of celebration. Right. And the Lord said, Michael, I'm going to raise up uh, a partner ministry around the world, and you're going to call it the 50 Club. Told my board about it. They said, well, why not the 1,000 Club? Why not the 500 Club? I said, that would have right. been fantastic, but the Lord gave me 50. Gave you 50, yeah. 50, and so it uh, took me to Exodus. We all know uh, children of Israel fighting battles. People don't wrap their mind around that. You know, Moses' hands were raised. They were right. fighting battles. He'd get weary. Battles didn't last an hour and a half or two. Sometimes those things went all a long day. time. Yeah. yeah. He needed air Yeah, hour. hour, days, weeks. Exactly. And so he would get tired. His hands would fall. And so then they would begin to lose. So the Bible literally says that they came and physically, yeah. literally, held physically his held yeah. his hands up. Yeah. And the Lord said, Michael, when there is support, there is victory. Yeah. And so uh, the 50 Club was born and uh, they're a, a family of people. They they know me. I know them. Uh, to be honest, Dr. Smalley, I never thought it would be a massive ocean of people. 
you know, I've supported ministries in the past. I didn't hear from them. You know, I'd get yeah. a form letter at the end of the year. Thank you for your contribution. I didn't, I didn't give to be friends with them or so right. forth. Is what God told me to do. But uh, believe it or not, all the 50 Club have my personal cell phone number. Yeah, I went amazing. to my board and they that's said, amazing. you can't give strangers. And I said, if someone's going to love me, support me, yeah. pray for me, the very least I could do is be a phone call away. Yeah. And so uh, each and every one of them. My dad had bypass surgery several years ago. I messaged all my 50 Club and said, hey, will you pray for my dad? So it's just a family yeah. of people that love, care, and support, yeah. and pray for us, and yeah. sow that $50 seed so that wow. we can zigzag all over the world and, proclaiming Jesus. And the Jesus. grace that's on you comes into us because the anointing you sow into right. is the anointing that grows in you. Right. I believe the anointing that we hover, that, that we honor is the anointing that hovers over us. Mm -hmm. And I believe the anointing that we mock is the anointing that moves away from us. Talk about that yeah, for a second. And the most made fun of preacher in the world is the preacher who talks to you about your income. You know, you don't make fun of a faith preacher or a joy preacher or a grace preacher. People make fun of a guy that talks about divine provision. Right. But the provision message is paying for all the other messages that we all mm -hmm. hear. And provision is what, what moves us to another level to help people, to print Bibles, to help the homeless, to help the people that we all, you know, some of you have a, a passion for unwed mothers. Some of you have a passion for single moms. Some of you have a passion for inmates who are just getting out of prison. They need to start over again. Others of you like to find kids who are going to Bible school, but their parents aren't Christians. They've got nobody to help them and, and, uh, and you want to sow into them. There's something that motivates you. Now imagine if you had another thousand a month, another 2,000 a week, or or whatever you need to, to just extra, extra. That's our God. He's not broke at all. And this is where we, church puts a, a level on our thinking. We all have a preconceived idea of what is too much. And we have a God who doesn't recognize that phrase at all. Mm -hmm. He's more than enough. He said, I'll bless you exceedingly, abundantly, Abundant. above all you can even ask or think. Now, I can think a lot, man. I can imagine a whole ton. God says, I'll trump God, that. God says, I'll top it. I'll make it look like poverty. I'll just, I'll top your imagination. That's our God and our seed does it. Our partnership seed does that. You know, I just want to pray in just a few minutes, if it's okay, yeah. you know, for your partners and for those of us who want to become partners because it's, it's, your ministry is not a normal ministry. And there's very few evangelists left traveling. And it's crazy because we've never had a bigger world. We've never had more population. If there's ever a need for the traveling man of God. Oh, it's becoming extinct. It, and it wasn't it, the it, fourfold ministry. It's a fivefold ministry. It, it, there's exactly. two evangelists in the room right yeah. now. That's like seeing Bigfoot on, on top of a unicorn. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, You do what? So, but you're doing it and you've been doing it for 30 something years. And for us to have a seed into your life every day, no matter, we don't even know where you're at, but we just think somewhere in the world, I'm helping send Michael and Stephanie and whoever you're reaching for Christ, whoever I send you to help, boomerangs back on me. And the anointing of God that you honor, even a dog, even I don't mean to be crude, but even, a, even your next door neighbor's dog knows if you like it or not. A dog can sense whether you like it or hate it or whatever. If an animal has that sensitivity, imagine the Holy Spirit. Mm. So the anointing that we honor is the anointing that hovers over us. But the anointing that we mock or make fun of is the anointing that moves away from us. Wow. I can't make fun of a healing evangelist and wonder why nobody in my family gets well. I can't make fun of a Billy Graham and wonder why nobody's getting saved. I can't make fun of a provision or a prosperity quote preacher, whatever you want to call that. Somebody said, are you a prosperity preacher? Well, what does that mean if I'm not? Am I a poverty preacher? What what should I be? You know, I just, I'm preaching the gospel. That's what I want to preach. I want to preach the, the word of God. Right. And the Bible says that God is a great God. He supplies our needs. So when I make fun of something, it moves away from me. But the anointing that I honor, many people in the body of Christ have a good intention. They've got a good heart. They want to feed the poor, clothe the naked, but they're broke. They can't do anything. And people think prayer brings money. 
But if you think about it, if you had a list of the top five people you'd want to call if your loved one had a heart attack tonight, who are the top five prayer warriors you'd call? If you needed $10,000 next Friday, would you call the same five people? Probably not. Because most of the people we know that are real prayer warriors are broke. Because prayer is not the seed for money. I don't go to my dentist to get my hair cut. It's a different thing. But when I sow a seed wrapped in faith, I get a harvest back from that. And you have to sow income to reap income. And one of the greatest ways to do that is to partner with a man of God. And God gave you that number 50 because, you know, we were taught as kids, you know, especially in Pentecostal churches like we grew up in that, you know, small crowds were okay because we wanted to feel good about our, our low numbers. So we'd say things like God's not in the numbers. Well, you look at it one day and you realize there's a whole book in the Bible about the subject because there are certain numbers God's made a covenant with. And 50 is one of those numbers. 50 is the number of Jubilee. It's debt-free. If you don't ever do it again, I would encourage you. I want to just pray right now. I want to ask you to plant a $50 seed today into this amazing ministry. And I want you to do it every month, every 30 days. And I, you can talk to us about how in a minute, but you know, every 30 days for us to have the privilege of taking a little, you know, like what's it, a buck 50 a day or whatever, yeah. and planting a seed to help you go all around the world. Every night we go to bed and put our head on the pillow, we got a good feeling knowing, you know what, today, somewhere in the world through this ministry, I made a difference and I'm creating a harvest back where I need it. If I keep what's in my hand, that's the most it ever is. But if I release it to God, that's the least it's ever going to be because he's going to get in covenant with it and send it back to me multiply. Mm-hmm. Father, I thank you, Lord. I've been to 40 countries, preached on platforms all over the world. But today, as I stand in front of this camera, I feel a real stirring about the partnership family that you've raised up, this amazing 50 club, Lord, with Michael and Stephanie. We thank you, Lord, that you're supplying us with a thank little you, over a dollar a day, a little over a dollar a day for the greatest message the world has ever had. Hallelujah. The gospel of Jesus Christ. Lord, we will absolutely partner. Lord, many of us that are going to take a little seed of $50 off of our debit card or our credit card. Might be something we'd plan to spend tomorrow at dinner, but we're just going to refocus it right now. Lord, we're going to plant this seed today. Some of us are going to text to give. Others are just going to click on the website. But your sheep know your voice and they know a call that it's not only just about giving, but it's who we're giving to. And this is a man of God for 30 plus years who's packed suitcases, who's, who's waited in airplane lines, who's missed meals, who's flown around the world to bring us, who listen to his teaching, the word of the living God. I ask you to swiftly document how fast you can be good to us. And every 30 days, Father, as we plan, as we partner with this ministry, every 30 Hallelujah. days, Lord, we thank you there's a harvest coming to us. Hallelujah. We thank you for a debt-free lifestyle. Yes, we thank you for debt-free cancellation. Lord, I thank you for mortgages. I thank you for houses being paid off because the anointing we sow into is the anointing that we reap from. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise thank God. You, and you, I man. just want to encourage you people. I want, I want us to partner together. So can you tell those of us who are especially new, how yeah. do we do that? How can we become a part of this 50 club and every, every 30 days sow a seed that makes a difference? I heard someone say it one time, isn't $100 so insignificant at the mall, but it's huge in, in church. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see people go to the mall, <laughs> spend hundreds of dollars, just like it was nothing. And then when we go to church, it's like, oh, $100, yeah. you know. Uh, $50 isn't a round of golf. Right. $50 isn't a pair of jeans or a pair of Nikes. I mean, if you were going to, you know, uh, take someone to the movies and you were going to splurge and get popcorn and sodas, you can't hardly go to that. A family right. of five can't go to Chick-fil-A for $50. Right. $50 changes 
the world, truly. And it may seem insignificant to them being a part of our partnership, but in the last four or five minutes we have left together, I love sharing the story. Many years ago, I was talking with one of our 50 clubbers and uh, they're sprinkled out here and there and I don't really get to talk to or especially share a meal with very many of them. But I had done a a crusade in Saratoga, Wyoming. If you've never been to Saratoga, Wyoming, you could die there and no one would ever find you. No, no. So something really, really neat happened. Uh, and uh, so I was sitting at lunch uh, many years ago with a 50 clubber, and his name is Dan. I said, hey, Dan, I want to I share with you where your $50 pledge went this month. He yeah. said, oh, Pastor Michael, I don't, I don't care. I just, we love it. That's the easiest $50 that we pay because he wow. goes, it's not a bill. Right. And, and I tell all of our 50 clubbers, you know, we got plenty of bills. It's yeah. a heart thing. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you know, you're not going to get a red letter. This is your third notice. We're going to drop, right. you know, it's nothing like that. It's just out of the yeah. willingness of their heart. And to have your cell phone have access, I know nobody abuses it, but right. if, if they need you I'm there. to know we've got it. Man, yeah, that's they're incredible. family. That's they're incredible. family. They're not just people handing us money. They're, they're family. Yeah. And so uh, he said, well, man, if you really want to tell me, I said, all right. So I flew to Denver. Uh, Colorado and got a rental car to drive five hours through a blizzard to Saratoga, Wyoming. When I got there and got the rental car, it was empty. That's weird. You know, as being an evangelist, every time you get a rental car, it's full and they just tell you to return it full. Well, it was empty. So right when I pulled to the airport, I had to pull over, put $50 in it. I drove five hours through a blizzard to Saratoga, Wyoming. The pastor there put it in the newspaper. It was going to be a big crusade, didn't have it at the church. It was too little, so he rented out the community center there that seemed right. around 500 people. Right. Man, that first night we packed that place out with about 42 people. Wow. <laughs> 42 people in a, in a room that seats 500. Wow. I think the second service we had about 80. On the last night, which was considered the soul winning night, I think we had about 90 people in the building. Yeah. Now, we were thankful for those 90, but yeah. obviously the pastor, he, he was a little low. He was a little yeah. down. Yeah. We're backstage and uh, we're praying. and. He just seemed down. I looked over and said, Pastor, what's wrong? He said, man, Michael, we put this in the newspaper. We put it on TV and really wanted to see this building filled and people coming to Jesus. I said, man, you never know what God's up to. That night I'm preaching. In the middle of the message, the biggest drug dealer in that town came in and sat down on the back row. At the very end of the night, I gave an altar call. That brother ran down to the altar, threw his drugs on the altar, gave his heart to Jesus Christ. Right. So I'm sitting there now, flashback. I'm in a little Mexican restaurant with one of my 50 club members. Right. And I looked at him and I said, Dan, you never had to pack a bag. You never had to fly. You never had to drive five hours through a blizzard. I said, but your $50 got me a tank of gas that would get me from Denver, Colorado to Saratoga Island, where on the last night, the biggest drug dealer would come down and give his heart to Jesus Christ. Tears streaming down his face. I looked at him. I said, you're a part of that. You're a part of that. So if you would like to be a part of this very, very special group of people, our 50 Club family, information is on the screens, MichaelRowanMinistries.com. And there's a little button there for the 50 Club. All you got to do is click on that and yeah. we will contact you. We'd love to have you as a part of our family. Amen. Man, there's just nothing like being a giver. No. There's nothing like being a giver. No. What it unlocks for us is amazing. That, that's what happens. It's what it unlocks for your people. Just yeah. think about what the harvest 
that come to their house mm -hmm. when they need it the most. Amen. Well, we hope that you've enjoyed it, the uh, Heart to Heart tonight. Dr. Mike, man, thank you so hey, much thanks again, for having man. me, man. Oh, love dude. You. Love, love you, you and love our friendship, mm -hmm. and thank you for pouring into the people. Hey, mm -hmm. can we bless you before we're done tonight? Mm -hmm. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon mm -hmm. you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and, and cover you with his name, mm -hmm. the name of Jesus. We bless you tonight in Jesus' name. And if you're amen. out there, say a good amen. 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 All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining Heart to Heart. Make sure that you share this powerful word from Dr. Mike tonight, and we will see you next time. God bless.